Welcome everyone to TV Time Out. I'm Sean Rady. And I'm Ben Weinman. And uh, it was an exciting weekend of Big Sky football for sure. Grids get back on track. Cats playing pretty well. Almost uh, beating Weber State. Holding on there at home. Um, we're going to list our uh, favorite sports movies. Really looking forward to this. And uh, I'm going to have another rant, but uh, I'm not going to tell you what I'm going to rant about yet. I'm really excited. He, yeah. he had a couple ideas, but uh, so I'm really curious to see what he's going to do. We kind of went a little political last week, yeah. so we're not going to go political again. Sure. Um, ben asked me if I wanted to talk about um, guns and things like that with uh, stuff that happened in Vegas, but uh, we're going to keep it a little bit lighter. We're going to keep it a little lighter. Yeah, yeah, so... This weekend, the Grizz, we'll start with them. They get the 45-33 win over the Portland State Vikings, move their record to 2-2 two and two overall, and excuse me, 3-2 and two overall, 1-1 one and one in the Big Sky Conference play. Um, Sean, what were you kind of, you were actually in Portland watching this game, you're on the sidelines, kind of what were your first impressions of this ballgame? Uh, I mean, when a win's a win on the road, uh, you'll take it. It was a good bounce back win for Montana. Still just a lot of things. I'm still seeing a lot of, you know, common themes um, as in weaknesses with the team that you you want to see get better, especially like, you know, kickoff coverage. They gave up a, a kick return for a touchdown when the game should have been over at that point. Um, so kickoff coverage struggled again. Kick return wasn't very, wasn't very good. Um, and defensively, they kind of got gashed a little bit um, on the road. Um, you know, they made some crucial stops in the second half, and they certainly looked better, but they gave up 295 yards rushing to a team that, not good. Um, you know, had a, had a quarterback that hadn't played quarterback yet all year. Um, he had, he's played the position a little bit before, but, um, you know, you'd like to see them tighten the screws up a little bit defensively, but offensively, um, they're starting to click. Um, you could tell, and they got a lot of push on the offensive line. I mean, Jeremy Calhoun had, I think, 110 yards at halftime. Um, so I like the, the offensive line play. Um, Gresh looked pretty, pretty solid. Um, he had a couple, a couple underthrown balls, uh, especially deep balls in the second half, had a couple picks. One would have been a pick six, but, uh, they had 12 men on the field. Um, but overall they're starting to show signs. I think if you can take away, you know, the, the kick return, shore up some things defensively, then this team could, could get, could be really good. The question is just can they can they do that because special teams has been kind of not great the last couple of years. So yeah, Justin Strong he just a he had an animal animal sort See, of game. No, but not really though. But why do you, he had three picks? I know, but pick six. I know, but hear me out. Okay, so like he's had games where he's had more of like an impact in coming up of the box, making tackles, getting pass breakups and stuff. That kind of game like you get a lot of recognition because you get the interceptions. But it was kind of just like he just happened to be in the right place at the right time. Like, the first one was tipped by James Banks. So, sure. like, Banks is the one that makes the play. Yeah. Um, if that ball doesn't, like, tip right to him. like so It's not like he, like, graded out well on that play, right? Mm -hmm. Like, the ball just kind of went to him. Um, He's still going to make the catch, though. Yeah, which is impressive when you have a club well, on your Exactly. Hand. But still. Exactly. And, then, and then Banks tipped another one um, that he got. And then the pick six, like, Dante Olsen, like, destroyed the quarterback and, just, <laughs> and it just floated up there. So, like, I guarantee you that – well, I'm not going to guarantee you because I don't do the grades, but I guarantee you that he has probably graded out better in other games in his career. He's had, you know, better games in his career. The ball just happened to, like, go to him. So, of course, you're going to get, like, oh, man, he was awesome. But, like, 
He only had like four tackles. Like he's had other games where I felt like he had more of an impact. If that makes sense. No, you I, mean, I mean you're talking to a Seahawks fan who's used to Richard Sherman getting thrown at two two times total in a ball game and never making an interception. There's a reason for that because he's because Justin Strong is one of the best cover corners in the entire Big Sky Conference cover in a safety. Um, and so yeah, I mean three. Yes, I, I would agree with you. But three picks is still three picks, and the guy well, had four a st- if you count the two point conversion. True. And then he was in on the the fake field goal. I mean, yeah, he certainly had a great game. Yeah. But I, I feel like he's 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 had other. It's just funny. I just feel like he's had other games yeah. where he's been almost more impactful uh, defensively, but the ball just happened to go his way. You know. But that but that's the life of a defensive back, I guess. I mean, I guess my my first, my my impression of this ball game is I, I feel like the Grizz defense is starting to take on the identity of a bend-don't-break type defense. They will give up the big plays. They will give up the yards. They'll give up an occasional boneheaded call, blown coverage for a long run um, or a long pass. We've seen that in pretty much every single game we've we've covered this year with this team. Um, yeah, but bend-but-don't-break means you're not giving up touchdowns. Like, they were giving up touchdowns. But not every not every series they're not, they're, they're not giving up a touchdown. I mean, how many points did they score? They scored 33 points. 33 points. Right. That's a lot of points. That is, no, that that's, abs- all, that's a lot of bending. That's a, no, <laughs> no, it absolutely is. It absolutely is. I mean, but that's like, but that's what happened in, you know, against Eastern Washington two weeks ago. They were a bend no break defense in the first half. No, and they ran out of gas in the second half. But, but that, that's just, that was kind of my impression of this game is that the defense is starting to take on the identity of instead of just dominating from the get go and, and dominating the whole game. They're going to allow the offense to. Well, I want to see more points. breaking then because they're doing a lot of bending and it's resulting in breaking. Like, sure. You know, I don't want to like. I mean, they give up, you know, averaging forty points a game in Big Sky play for what forty-eight and thirty-three. Um, how was the? Uh, I guess you can't. You know, you take you can't count the kick return, but how was the uh, the stadium? Because they played at Hillsborough. Yeah, Hillsborough it actually wasn't bad. It's a really cool facility. The Hillsborough Hops. It's like all connected to the. Yeah. It's actually Diamondbacks affiliate, so that was kind of cool to see. Um, yeah, it was a cool little place. Uh, it didn't rain, so that was nice. And and a lot more Grizz fans in the stadium. Oh yeah, it was like four to one Grizz fans. <laughs> there was all, Grizz fans were traveling. It was really cool to see uh, all the kids from Gerber Elementary for uh, Cooper Sprunk, and they were all rocking the mustaches. Uh, that was awesome. Um, and I don't want to sound like I'm I'm being pessimistic about okay. the team. Okay. Um, you know, because you know they got a win, a double digit win when it could have been more. Um, I just feel like. You know, I'm just holding them to the standard of, you know, if you want to be among the best, the best. In, the, in the conference, right. you have to shore up special teams. You have to get a little bit better defensively. Mm-hmm. I'm just talking as far as, you know, where I think Grizz Nation wants them to be, which is one of the top two teams in the conference. If you want to get there, you have to improve in these other areas of weakness. And we haven't – I mean, things are slowly getting better, but we haven't seen it yet. So. I will say though they are now one in one in conference a road, you know it's a cliche response from Coach Bob Stitt. You know a road win in the Big Sky Conference is always critical no matter who they're playing. Just think about if they could have held on against East. I know exactly. That, I mean they'd be looking really really good right now. You know things would be, you know what I mean. Yep. Yep. Be four and one. Your only loss is to Washington. Um, I don't state this this game coming up is going to be tough. Yeah, they're in Pocatello. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta Idaho State's going to be really tough. They're going to be really tough. I think this game is going to be a lot like the Eastern game. I think we're going to be in the 40s. I think it's going to be a shootout. Uh, 40s? I think it's going to be in the 40s. Really? Yeah, dude. Idaho State can, Idaho State can play. I think it's going to be a high-scoring shootout. 
and I think it's going to be a real tough game. So Idaho State has an FBS win in their belt. They beat the Nevada Wolfpack, who are awful. They are maybe the worst FBS team in the country. Uh, they also have a their one in one in Big Sky Conference play. Um, and there's some little bad blood between the, these two teams that kind of got started after this last year with some coaching changes and yeah, maybe and not bad blood in between the players, but yeah, with the coaching staffs. Um, you know, Matt Troxel came over, was help, working on the inside receivers, and then kind of halfway through, just pieced out, went back to um, Idaho State when Idaho State had their coaching carousel going on. Yeah, um, I remember. Yeah, I remember one one evening you did like a whole thing about their their coaching carousel. Yeah, it was just, yeah. Fantasy left for Northern Iowa, I think it was, and then he came back. back the next day. <laughs> I don't know. It was just a weird. <laughs> It was a weird thing, and I don't know if you heard what uh, Fennessy said about playing Montana today. It mm. was uh, it was very interesting. He was just kind of going on, uh, saying like, "Yeah, we're we're I mean we're just lucky to be able to play Montana. They're the Holy Grail. They have all the facilities. They have the offensive genius. They have the best things ever. And we're just <laughs> poor little old Idaho. We have a we have a rundown stadium. They have the the Holy Grail. Like just went on this total like." Oh, you know, poor us. We don't deserve to be in this game. We have no chance. Lowering their expectations. Oh yeah, like yeah. totally, like selling it to like taking down um, the Goliath. Giants. Like, yeah, yeah, like you got to sell that to your team. It, it was just very. Uh, I, I I guarantee you. And I, I was at Grizz practice today, and a couple of the players uh, came up to me and were like, "Hey, Sean, uh, we have all the best facilities. <laughs> we uh, like so they are hearing it like like the team like." The, you know, it's bulletin board material, and uh, it's going to be a little interesting. <laughs> yeah, they're uh, they're going to be Pocatello kickoff two thirty um, for that ball game on Saturday. Um, uh, two years ago, Sean, when you were you were in Pocatello, no, oh, that was the craziest game. One of the craziest well, finishers we've well, ever seen. Well, the games. Okay, here's the thing. This this could be a rainy's rants for here. Uh, <laughs> we're having a little preview here. Uh, I can't stand when people um, like the ending will be crazy. And they'll be like, oh, my God, that was such what a crazy a, game. A great game. That game sucked. <laughs> it was so boring. Tell, tell the folks what you're, what you're talking about. That game was terrible. Um, against Idaho State, uh, McKenna Simmons was playing. It was the last game before Brady Gustafson got back. The Grizz struggled offensively. Idaho State kind of struggled offensively. It was like an ugly game, low scoring, like not a lot of plays being made. And it just came down to uh, overtime. Simmons fumbles on the first play or second play of overtime. <laughs> Idaho State's kicking a field goal to win the game and the Grizz chances then of going to the playoffs. Snap, bad snap, goes to like the 50-yard line. Jaron Nelson runs it down, kind of bats it up in the air, and uh, the Grizz run it back for a touchdown and win. Um, it was the crazy, craziest ending to a game I've ever seen, but the game, yeah, the game was terrible. Um, <laughs> but it just shows you, man, because like going into that one, like Idaho State, had they were right. playing terrible. They had nothing to play for. Playing absolutely terrible, and they should have won that game. So like, and Idaho State's a lot better now. Um, so I just think I think it's gonna be really, really tough, a uh, really tough game. Do you think there's something to you know? We've heard Coach Shit talk about this in pre- press conferences before, but do you think there is something to the fact that Montana is the Super Bowl for a lot of these teams? Yeah, I mean, and, yeah, because and how they're hard. That is, yeah, because their coaching the staff. Yeah. I mean, Idaho State's coaching staff right after they beat Cal Poly, like an hour after, they're saying like, great win, but. We have a huge one next week. Right. It's like, you know, they know. Like, everybody yep. circles Montana on the calendar. Uh, same thing with Montana State. You know, like, when you're – when you 
you know, have the best facilities and, and have been good for so long and dominated the conference for such a long time, like teams want to, you know, they're envious of you. They want to be you, so they want to beat you. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Um, so, Mon- but Montana State, man, um, you know, they had Weber State at home. I think Weber State is really underrated. Um, I think they're way better. Coach Stitz said that they're the best team that they've played all year, um, FCS wise. Not your Cougs. Don't worry. You <laughs> didn't say that they were better than your Cougs. You mean you mean Coach Choate? Yeah, Choate. Yeah, yeah. Excuse me. Um, yeah, but, no, they're they're not better than my Cougs. That's for sure. <laughs> he's all happy after the. Year. <laughs> I mean, when you beat USC, I mean, come yeah, on. I mean, and you got to be happy when you're living uh, when there's 100 miles of nothingness um, out in the middle I of will, nowhere. I will right? take no. it, man. I <laughs> um, will take it. <laughs> but they played Weber State really tough. They did. Um, they lost did. by one score. Um, up ten nine and a half. Uh, I like what the Cats are doing. I think they're solid. I think they're better than the uh, – I think they're almost like not a full year ahead of their, their schedule of being good, but I think they're about a half year ahead of it. Um, they're going to be really tough as the season goes along and their uh, schedule gets a little bit easier. But uh, Weber State um, looking really, really good. Um, I gotta, We should check to see if Weber State plays uh, Eastern uh, this year. I'd be really curious. I hope they do because um, I think Weber State's the best team in the conference um, right now. Um, Bet more better than Eastern. You yeah, I don't think them. I don't think Eastern's that good. Okay, I really don't. Why well, do you say that? They do. They actually do play November fourth in Cheney. Good, that'd be a fun. One. That's going to probably be for the yeah. I still do, I don't think Eastern's that good. I wasn't like all that impressed with them. Um, I think the Grizz did a lot of things where they kind of just let. I think the Grizz lost it more than Eastern won it. If that makes sense. So I just I wasn't super impressed with with Eastern. I think the Grizz got to play him again. When it's not Gresh's first start, and you know, I, I don't know. I just think that I just think that they're a little bit overrated. But yeah, Montana State they they lose twenty five seventeen. Um, they get an easier opponent this week in Portland State at home. At home, yeah, they should definitely be getting their yeah. They'll get they'll second start, they'll start, second they'll start win. stringing some wins together um, for sure. This is a big one for Montana because if Montana could beat Idaho State on the road, you come back at home, you play North Dakota, who is absolutely. Decimated. Oh my gosh! It is. They have nobody. They have nobody. They're getting trounced by UC Davis. So you get home. You beat North Dakota. You go into the bye week at five and two. Big showdown at Weber State, and then you're and then you're back home. You know, like they they need to win these next these next two games. Go into the bye week at five and two, and they'll be feeling pretty good. And that's definitely possible. Yeah, I mean it should. I mean, they're, they're, they're definitely favored this week in Pocatello. They would definitely be favored at home against North Dakota on homecoming. You should be going into your bye week with a matchup against Weber State at 5-2. and two. Yeah, hopefully. I think this game's going to be real. I think it's going to come down to, you know, the last few minutes of the game. And if, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, and I want to see if, they, if they're if they able to go down and control the game and, and beat Idaho State by a couple scores, then I will start coming around um, more on this team and think that, the, you know, if you want to impress – if you want to impress me, if you want to impress Grizz Nation, go out and win by a couple scores and take care of Idaho State. Um, and I think that would be a really impressive win. Because even though, like, even though they, there's an obvious reason why the Idaho State co- the Idaho State coaches are talking like this, but woe is me, they're they're absolutely correct in the fact that Montana has better facilities, Montana has better players, Montana does have the quote unquote offensive genius. I mean, Montana theoretically should be Idaho State Idaho State by. A touchdown or two. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. It'll be fun. Yep, two thirty. Um, that game is on eleven. Eleven sports. Yeah, Coach Kramer. 
the big, oh, is he really? the big human on the call. He's calling it. Yeah. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah. yeah, you can find that game at 11 Sports, 2.30. Sean will be there um, live in Pocatello. Looking forward to that. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come on back, play some music, and we'll have our top five sports movies. Don't go away. Welcome back to TV Time Out. Ben Weinman, Sean Rainey. We are now top five time. We've had a lot of good top fives the last couple weeks. Um, Sean's been telling me that I need to go a little bit more broader with my with my subjects, my, my list. And so he, I will give him credit again. He came up with this idea. Top five sports movies. Um, sports movies as, as a genre are some of my favorite movies. Um, and we've definitely had, I think you and I have definitely had this talk before oh, yeah. about about what what is a good sports mm-hmm. movie. We probably went for 20, 30 minutes one time in a car ride and just mm-hmm. naming good sports movies. So, Sean, you would like to go first or you want me to go first? I'll go first. Okay, number, your number five sports movie. Number five, Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Um, it was really kind of between Happy Gilmore and Waterboy, but I like Happy Gilmore a little bit more, I think. And, uh, yeah, I mean, at, just a classic movie. Adam Sandler. Um, God, I mean, there's just so many – quotes from the movie there's just so many things and and you know it was kind of it came out around that time when you're younger and it's got the you know nostalgic factor and everything to it so happy gilmore number five i think we're going to get a a theme here between our lists i think you're going to go for more of the comedy sports movie Mm, i got a couple but i'm talking like like Happy Gilmore, Caddyshack, Major League. No, like, no, 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 no. Slow your roll, Benny okay, boy. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, you don't f- know me. My, <laughs> my number five movie is Miracle, uh, uh, with uh, Kurt Russell about the. 1980- I thought that was gonna be higher on your list. Yeah, no, I, I love this. Um, love this movie. It has one. It has the all-time greatest sports call. It, it's not even close. The best sports call in in play-by-play history with Al Michaels. Do you believe in miracles? Um, yes. Yes, um, just a, a a really good script, awesome ensemble cast with the uh, uh, United States hockey team, um, and uh, exciting action in a story that not unfortunately not a lot of people really know um, that 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 game was actually against the Soviets is actually the uh, not the gold medal game it was the semifinal game they actually had to win another game to win the whole gold medal so anyways I think that's that's an awesome movie totally rewatchable so miracle my number five. Number four, I'm going Jerry Maguire. I like that movie. Yes, it's not on my list, but it's, it's one great. Of my faves. Yeah, great movie. Yeah. You know, show me the money. <laughs> um, and just the kids look cute. You know, yep. the human head weighs eight pounds. <laughs> like, um, great acting. Um, it's got a little bit of every, kind of a little bit of you know. So you realize it's a chick, you realize a chick flick too, right? I wouldn't. I wouldn't call it a chick flick. I think it has chick flick elements to it. But or, I would, a rom- or a romantic comedy. Maybe I'd say that a romantic comedy. Yeah, I mean it's got. It's not. I wouldn't say it's a rom com because like rom coms are like a little bit more goofy and, and funny. Yeah. It has like. I wouldn't necessarily call it a comedy. It's got you know funny things in it, but. Uh, mm-hmm. Love me some Rod Tidwell, <laughs> um, and Jerry Maguire. So yeah, Jerry Maguire number four. And two really famous lines besides "Show me the money." I mean, the movie is really quotable. You had me at hello. Yeah, you had <laughs> me at hello, um, and you complete me. Those are, I mean, just classic, classic movie lines. That's a good one. Uh, my number four is actually kind of a, a rom-com. No, actually, it's not really a comedy, but it's a romantic sports movie um, for the love of the game. Have you seen that movie before? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, it's with Kevin Costner. Um, it, about and, and the cool thing, fun fact, it's um, Vin Scully is, is the play-by-play guy in that movie. It's about an old 
baseball player that's kind of on the verge of retiring, kind of go through goes through his career, and he's throwing a perfect game. And he's talking about with Kelly Pre- it's, it's with Kelly Preston, and um, kind of goes through his his career and his ups and downs. And yeah, it's just a really good really good movie. I like the romance a little bit of it. I like the the baseball and Vince Scully's mm-hmm. awesome. So my number four is for the love of the game. Number three, dodgeball. <laughs> okay. I love Dodgeball, man. It's so good. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm talking about. That's a comedy movie. Yeah, I got two okay, comedies. Okay, okay. Yeah, two. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't make Major League in here or Caddyshack. That's a great um, one. I got, yeah, happy, uh, excuse me. Uh, where are we? Dodgeball. Dodgeball. Dodgeball number three. Um, it's just Ben Stiller. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> and, um, God, I just, yeah, just everything about she that movie. She can dodge a wrench. She can dodge a ball. Yeah, there's just so, I just, you know. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Not even me. You know, like, I don't know. It's just so great. Dodge, you know? dip, dive, duck, dodge. It's yeah. the five things you can do. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. And, and I like Your gym has shareholders. My gym doesn't even have cup holders. You know, like, I, I don't know. It's just so ridiculous and, and great. Um, I just love that movie. And it was cool to see ESPN a couple months ago dedicate one one day on uh, ESPN2, I think. became ESPN The Ocho for a day, and they showed, yeah. like, a bunch of different stuff, uh, kind of weird sports like that. So that yeah. was kind of cool. Dodgeball, number three. Yeah. Uh, my number three, I'm not sure if you've ever seen this movie, Little Big League. You ever seen this movie? Mm. It is one of my all-time favorite movies. It's about uh, a young ch- young kid living in Minnesota whose grandfather owns the Minnesota Twins, and he, his grandfather passes away, and in the will, his grandfather leaves him the Twins. And he becomes the owner of the Minnesota Twins, and then he becomes the manager of the Twins. And Ken Griffey Jr. and Randy Johnson are in it. Ken Griffey Jr., they make cameos. Oh, that's why you like it. No, it's, it's, it's great. I mean, what other sports movie actually has a real-life player making a cameo as himself? I mean, that's really cool. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it's kind of a, a, a mid-'90s kind of movie. I, uh, I like that one, Little Big League. One of my favorites. All right. Okay. <laughs> I like sure, it. Whatever. Number two. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Remember the Titans. Okay. Just a classic. Yep. I love Denzel. One, probably my favorite actor. Um, just gets you every time. It's one of those movies where, like, if you're, you know, you're going through the channels and it's and you end up on it, you just like you have to watch. Stuck on it. You, you have know? to watch. Um, just a great movie. You know, the bus scene where they're all singing. Like, I don't know. It's just. <laughs> It's just a great movie. That's all there is to it. It's just one of the best. Yep, yep. That's going to be high on my list. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number two is Moneyball mm-hmm. um, with Brad Pitt. Um, and uh, he plays Billy Bean. is the Oakland Athletics general manager during the Moneyball uh Season. I, it's a really cool modern sports movie. I think a lot of these sports movies that we were listing are between, like, 1990 and early 2000s. Um, this one was like 2011, 2012, um, and kind of goes deep inside baseball and has some great performances. And yeah, I, I like. You don't have to sell me on it because that's my number one. No way, really. Yeah, yep. love me some Moneyball, man. Jonah Hill, um, Brad Pitt. Um, just the script is fantastic. Yep. Uh, such a great script. Um, it was pretty real. I thought you know um, wasn't some of these sports movies. So here's the thing, like. And you fall for it because you got like three of them in your list, four of them. Um, I'm not into like they, some of them get a little corny for me, you know. Um, like the the story about real sports. But they're just like a little. They could just be a little corny for me, like for the love of the game and stuff like that. It could just get a little like 
when they try to tug on your emotions a little bit, I'm just like, yeah, it's the best. No, but sometimes they're just a little corny. And this one, this you're movie, heart of heart, Sean. Know, this you're movie, heart of heart. This movie just felt felt real. Um, and uh, yeah, it was just great. I love Moneyball. And I love watching as a Mariners fan the A's lose <laughs> in the playoffs. <laughs> um, what's it's interesting. So your number two was Remember the Titans, mm-hmm. and your number one was Moneyball. My number two was Moneyball, and my first one is Remember the Titans. Um, I, probably one of the most quotable movies of all time. I can literally name the whole thing. They've got characters like Sunshine. When we've got tragedy, when Gary Bertier dies. When I was when I first saw this movie as as a young kid, I was crushed. Um, and Denzel Washington just dominates the movie. Oh, he, he dies? I thought he just got hurt. Spoiler alert. Well, he well no, he doesn't die. In, no, actually, great point. He doesn't die in the movie, but he dies due to his injuries like five years later. It's in the credits. Oh. Yeah, good point. But he's like in the, yeah, he's like hurt. Yeah, he like he's can't hurt. play anymore. Well, no, he no. He, well, he kind of does die in the movie because they're, it, begin, it begins and ends at his funeral. They're like walking by his thing and they're like pointing at him as they walk by like, you know. They like sing like uh, "Ain't No Mountain High Enough" like in a really low voice. Oh, they're at his I, I haven't seen it in a while. Oh yeah, I thought it, like I thought he just like hurt his legs and they're like because they all went to the ho- the hospital. Dude, no, like, absolutely. But the start of the movie is like five or ten years. I can't remember how long it is, but it's five or ten oh. years after the events of that year. Mm-hmm. And Cheryl, the coach's daughter, is like all older. And Hayden Panettiere, a really really young Hayden Panettiere, mm-hmm. kind of her first breakout role. Um, but yeah, remember the Titans? Great movie. Um, but if you have other movies that you think Sean are missing because there are plenty that are not yeah, on this so, list. Yeah, there's, a, there's so many. There's so there. many that are so, that are. Awesome. A lot of people love the Rocky ones. I never really got into uh, them. I never um, really got much. into Rocky. Yeah. Um, Caddyshack, great one. Um, Bill Durham, Major League. Yeah, Major Major League and Waterboy were kind of my honorable Waterboy. mentions. Yeah. Um, Friday Night Lights and Any Given Sunday were close to Glory Road. Those are both good. Uh, Coach, Coach Carter. Ah, that's a great one. Coach Carter was, Ru- Rudy. was close. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Those were honorable mentions, honorable mentions. So now is the uh, time of the podcast where I'm just going to turn things over to my co-host, Sean Rainey, uh, for this week's edition of Rainey's Rants. Sean, take it away. Okay. I can't stand when people are unaware of their surroundings, particularly at the grocery store. Oh. Okay? okay. Like, okay, have you been to, like, Ben, you're probably not because you're a single guy. Well, you're, you now have a girlfriend, but you probably don't spend a whole lot of time at Costco. But, no, I don't spend a whole lot. Yeah, because Costco. When you have a family, you end up going to Costco. Sure, but it happens a lot at Costco because it's kind of crowded and <laughs> yeah. people have their carts and they're just like stop in the middle of the the way and get in the way. Oh, I def- yeah, well, yeah, for yeah. sure. But like, I cannot stand when people are just like unaware of their surroundings, and it just seems to happen a lot in the grocery store. <laughs> so like for the other for an, a great example, um, Sunday, I was watching the Chargers game, and. We needed to – I needed to get a few groceries. So at halftime, I just ran right to the grocery store, like, trying to go really fast just to grab some things and then go back and watch them lose in the second half, <laughs> like always. Um, oh, and four. Yes. And so I'm, I'm in the – I'm getting some Powerade, right? And this guy is standing – so first off, if you are – you know, you're in the aisle, right, and you're looking at stuff on one side of the aisle, he was standing, like, in front of the other side. And so I'm trying to grab Powerade, like, right behind him. And this guy's not moving. Like, I'm, like, reaching almost around him to grab Powerade. He doesn't move? No. To grab Powerade off the rack. Like, almost, like, behind his back. Almost. It was, like, at his (laughs) Giving him the reach around. It was, like, at his hip. (laughs) And he's not moving at all. I'm like, okay. 
Either this guy, either way, this guy's an idiot. Either either he has no idea that I'm there, which is like mind-boggling. Not good. Or he just doesn't care, which is even worse. So it's like I'm like grabbing all these power rates from behind him, nothing. And then I, I don't at this point I'm like I'm not gonna say excuse me like this guy is an a hole like <laughs> get out of the way but they, I see it like at the grocery store that happens all the time especially at Costco you know people will get their little uh, sample yep and then they'll stop in the middle of the aisle to eat it yeah while you're trying to get around it's like just pull off to the side you inconsiderate you know what I mean yeah. it's like I don't get like. I, am I am I just like nicer than everyone? I don't think so. You you've told me nope. that I'm not. <laughs> oh, you, you're <laughs> like, but like I just feel like it's so inconsiderate. I don't. I just don't understand. Um, and people do that. Like, I'm, it's everywhere. I took my family to the corn maze the other day, and you know it's tight quarters in the corn maze. Yeah. And so you and you know the kids are running around, and so you can kind of get separated from, you know, you know wife, kid, and sure. whatever. And there's this, you know, the this family ahead of us that, you know, their kid kept running around everywhere. And they got, the dad and the kid got separated from the mom. And so she needed to, like, get by us. And so we all just, like, went off to the side because we knew that she was separated and let her go. Right. But then, like, I got separated from my wife and kid. And then, like, this other, like, group of family, like, saw that I was trying to, like, get over there. And they just, like, barged through and just, like, kept going. And it's like... I don't under, I just don't understand. Like people just aren't aware of their surroundings, and it's just like I don't look I don't, up. Yeah, I just don't get it. Like, yeah. What are you doing, man? I don't know. That's just it's one thing that just really like that just bugs me when they're just in the way, and you just don't like you're, you. You either aren't aware, or you're just inconsiderate. But it's just like, come on, people. Like it's like how dumb are you? And it's one thing if like. Age is a factor because the older you get, the less aware you are of your no, surroundings. No, no, no. Yeah, but, but I'm not, not talking no, about old people. No, right. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, as an older person, you kind of have the excuse of like being old, and you just you kind of lose this just the sense of your surroundings and your kind of the yeah. the the ring around your body of your personal space and what your whole body is doing. But for like a young adult or like people our age or like even older, like you should definitely be aware of your surroundings and know. What's your yeah? I think we've all, I think we've all been in that situation. Yeah. you're just like, come on, man. Yeah, like, move. What you, yeah, like what are you doing? Yeah, I, I don't know. I just yeah, it's just one thing that just uh, you know grinds my gears. You know, <laughs> I love it. I love it. End of rant. Yeah, end of rant. Yeah, end of rant. Yeah. End of rant. Everyone, everyone's been there. Every, yeah. the, I think I think this is something that everyone wants to rant about every now and then. <laughs> Absolutely. You know what I mean? Just don't be that guy <laughs> or girl. Don't do it. Well, look at that. We did a tidy thirty-minute pod. How's that? It's great, man. Episode six, we're we're getting it down. Um, thanks again for for listening to us here on TV Timeout. You can wait, wait, wait. Before we're done. Oh yeah, before we're done. Sure. Give me your uh, give me your baseball predictions. We're going to the playoffs. Ooh, great call. Um, we're recording this right now as the Twinkies are smacking up on the Yankees, which yeah. we both love. Yes. Give me your World Series matchup and your winner. Um, I've been thinking about this a lot today. Uh, I've, been oh, seeing, have you? I've been seeing a lot of people on Twitter and, and on the different sites that I that I frequent uh, post their kind of predictions. I do not believe in the Dodgers at all. I just I just don't believe that they're going to do anything. Um, I, I I think they they will lose in the NLCS, and they will lose to the Washington Nationals. Gosh dang it! Now I have to pick somebody different. I can't oh, go really? the same as you. I, I was thinking Nationals. Yeah. Oh, um, but. I think I think it's gonna be. Ah oh, man, 
I'm going. So, okay, you went National League, so now sure. I get to go. Sure. So sure. I'm not copying you. Okay. I'm going. Um, I'm going Indians over Nationals to win the World Series. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's a, that's a great pick. I mean, I think two years ago the Royals or three years ago the Royals lost to the Di- the Giants in seven games. They came back the next year and um, won the World Series. Um, so I could see that as being like a redemptive tour for the Indians. They lose last year to the mm-hmm. Cubs. They come back this year and win the whole thing. Who's your AL team? <sighs> I mean, it's got to be the Astros or the Red Sox. So I think I'm Astros, I guess. I don't really. I, I'm going for the Astros. Astros are fun. Yeah. yeah I mean, as a, as a Mariners fan, they're not quite that fun. But I like the Astros. Two, my, my dark horse team, though, is the Diamondbacks. Yes. I was I just Diamondbacks say are scary. Yes, they're I very scary. I wouldn't want to play the Diamondbacks. No, 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 no. Um, yeah, they're going to beat the Rockies tonight in the or tomorrow in the wild card. And uh, give the. I think they might even beat the Dodgers in the first round. I actually think that could happen. I hope so. so. I hate the Dodgers. So one more time. So you are? I'm going Indians over Nationals. And I'm going... Uh, uh, ooh. Um, I'm going... Astros over Yeah, Nationals. I'm going to go Astros over Nationals. Okay. Yep. Yep, I like that. Like that, as as two guys that follow really really bad baseball teams and really frustrating baseball teams, Mariners and Padres. Yeah, yeah, yeah their baseball playoffs are, are 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 finally a welcomed thing instead of watching regular regular season baseball. It's the worst. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Uh, I I mean I just like the Indians. Yeah, Indians Astros. I'd be happy with either team. I kind of like the Red Sox too, but yeah. I like to see new guys in there. Um, but go Diamondbacks too. Yeah, absolutely. Osprey affiliate. Why not? Yeah, for sure. Thanks again for subscribing. Um, you can go onto iTunes and just type in TV Timeout, and when we put up a new episode, it'll just pop into your your podcast feed, which is awesome. You can follow us on Twitter at Sean Rainey, who just, by the way, got over two thousand followers. I saw. Congratulations, sir. Why aren't you? Why haven't you applied to like for the blue check mark yet? You should be applying for the blue check mark. Be verified, man. What does it matter? Well, I mean, it's kind of cool to have a blue check mark next to man. You know, you already have one parody account of you. That's true. <laughs> you can follow me at Ben Weinman on Twitter as well. Um, that is TV timeout. Thanks for listening, everyone.